0: Hi and welcome to episode 9 of Love Learning English. It's been a long time since I last published an episode. Um, I've had a busy summer and unfortunately I've also been ill for the last couple of months. So uh, all my energy has gone into teaching online and I haven't been able to record any podcasts. But I'm back and I'm recording a podcast today about whether you should learn British or American English. Now, I see this question a lot on forums. And the answer is often, where are you going to study? Are you going to study in America? Are you going to move to England to get a job? Um, Choose that type of English, of wherever it is you plan on visiting. Um, And I disagree with this, because you never know where life is going to take you. You don't know if you'll get a job in America and then you'll be transferred to Britain. You don't know if you'll go on holiday to Britain and you'll make some friends and you'll want to go and visit them in America. So my overall advice is to listen to both British and American podcasts and movies. You need as much exposure to as much different types of English as you can get. On the other hand, I would choose one accent to practice um, and you know the accent that you prefer be it American or English is fine. You choose a teacher who speaks British English because you want to make sure that your accent is consistent with British English but absolutely don't not uh, listen to American TV shows Because Brits use a lot of Americanisms in their language um, nowadays uh, because of the American TV shows. So it really um, would be a good idea to make sure that your exposure to British and American English is wide and varied. Um, Watch comedy shows, uh, watch the news, listen to podcasts about cycling um, or skiing or whatever your interest is. Um, It needs to be varied. Um, there's absolutely no point in practicing an American accent and a British accent. That doesn't help anyone. Um, so choose the accent that you want to learn, um, just based on preference, just based on what you already know. Um, but sure, expose yourself to as much as many different types of English accent um, that you can, because you are always going to come across um, Americanisms or Britishisms wherever you go. Okay, so um, to kind of reinforce this point, I'm a British person living in Canada. And um, the other day I wrote a message on Facebook asking for skip hire. Now, I just didn't think that skip hire would be a problem. I didn't think it would cause a communication problem. So just to give you a little bit of uh, backstory on this. Uh, My husband and I have bought a house and we need to renovate it. Uh, We need to pull out all the kitchen, the kitchen and the bathrooms. There's two bathrooms, all the carpets, all the flooring. Some of the walls need to be knocked down. So we have to gut the house, which means we need to hire a skip, which is like a great big bin. Um, And again, Americans would say trash can uh, to store all this waste. So anyway, I go onto Facebook and I write in search of skip hire um please help and the first response was what's a skip hire so obviously i don't know what a skip hire is in canadian english so i have to go and search on google i find a picture of a skip i put it onto the facebook post and the guy responds with ah we call them dumpsters so now i have to call up the skip hire company but i have to talk about dumpsters And also I think in Canada they use rental more than they use hire. So I have to use different vocabulary. So although I'm a native speaker, I still have to change my vocabulary. It's almost like learning a new language. Um, Now, I don't want this to frighten you. British English and American English are very similar. Most of the time, everyone understands everyone. And it's really important that you know both words. You're at an advantage. You're not adva- at an advantage to me because I didn't know what American for skip was. But all it involves is a little conversation, maybe a little embarrassment, but we learn from it. So absolutely don't worry that you know more British English and you're going to America. Uh, give your, give your, yourself an opportunity to learn. It, it's an opportunity to make mistakes and learn from them. So. Uh, Now I know what I need to say when I call the skip hire person. Um, I'm going to ring them up and I'm going to say I'd like to rent a dumpster and they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, So, you know, I'm at an advantage because I know both uh, terms in both American and British English. Um, Now, Of course, there's some Americans who know what a skip is. My husband knows what a skip is, and he was shocked when the guy I was speaking to didn't know what a skip was. Um, But, you know, there's some people who do know, some people who don't. There's some people living in Britain who know a lot of Americanisms. There's other people, like my dad, for instance, who doesn't know many Americanisms. So I think this uh, reinforces my point that it's super important to get... Uh, A varied um, input from both British and American sources Um, because you never know what situation you're going to be in Um, and it's great to prepare and sure why limit yourself to just one type of English so yeah just give yourself lots of exposure to both Um, the more you learn the better surely okay So that is the end of my thought for the the day. Uh, Let me know what you think about the podcast in the comments or send me an email at rebecca at lovelearningenglish.com. Until next time, bye-bye.